0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me, your host, Jackson Stone. This is episode, hold your breath, 99. Okay, you can breathe now. But really, though, it's amazing. Episode 99, holy cow. Uh, I'm amazed that we're here at episode 99. We have a guest, a returning guest today. Um, Hi, Joel.
1: Hey. Good seeing you.
0: Anyways, there's Joel in the background, getting some M&Ms. But anyways, yeah, episode 99, amazing, fantastic. Alex returns to Jackson Talks Everybody. She was actually on episode number 13 of Jackson Talks Everybody. Wow, that's a long time ago.
1: So long.
0: So we're gonna catch us, we're basically gonna catch up, uh, get some life updates, talk about a few things, uh, and I'm excited for the episode, so thanks for being here.
1: Me too, thanks. I actually prepared this, because on that episode, I was very nervous and I don't know why because at that moment. So I'm sitting there getting ready. I'm like, okay, you're not going to be nervous. You're just going to talk. It's Jackson. Like y'all have been friends forever. Yeah. So it's better this time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You feel less nervous?
1: Yeah. Like I can just talk freely. I don't know. Maybe it's the growing up I've done.
0: Oh. oh calm down not that no, oh. not that <laughs> nice we can talk about that but you know the first question mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you very oh, important boy. very important question 99 episodes in is the basically the theme of this podcast so Alex my friend it's good to see you happy you came over how are you doing? like really how are you doing?
1: really I'm doing honestly better than I have In years.
0: In years? In
1: years. Um, You know, I've overcome many obstacles in the last year and so. And I don't know. This is actually the point of, like, where I'm seriously, truly happy. And it's been great. Like, I don't feel any stress on me right now. It's going to come. But right (laughs) now, I don't feel any stress on me. I just, I and just living my life to the best possible way that I can and it's been really great. Amazing. Yeah.
0: So you said you're happy. Yes. That's an interesting thing. It is. Happiness. Because it's a fleeting emotion.
1: Yeah, it comes and goes. It
0: comes and goes. But have you figured out what it means to you and why you have become more happy more often? Uh,
1: because I figured out I wasn't living my life to my full potential. I would just, you know, instead of going with the flow of my depression, I would literally just stay home and not do anything, not talk to anybody. Mm. But now I've learned to not really put it on the back burner, but I've learned to live with it and still enjoy the things that I like to do with it.
0: That's a... Uh, a very important distinction Mm -hmm. right because when i think for a lot of people that i talk to and work with when some sort of mental health condition comes into their life whether it be uh you know the the two most uh ones that people know anxiety and depression we'll just go with those for now they start to identify with those things Mm -hmm. like when we talk about them it's i am depression you know i am anxious instead of sometimes i experience anxious thoughts or moments. Yeah. Sometimes I experience times where I'm a little depressed or down, yeah. and that's just a part mm-hmm. of me. Right. Um, it's, just, it's very similar to like, you know, someone who's an athlete or someone who's a bodybuilder or mm-hmm. in fitness, like they solely identify with that. That's their whole being. Right. Um, and that's detrimental, right? Because you're, you're foreclosing yourself on a lot of these different aspects of yourself that are real, true, and beautiful. And also some hard aspects, right? You're not just depressed. Yeah. Uh, what if you're overwhelmed? What if you're all these other things that you could potentially be? What if right. you're happy? Right. You know. Uh, and so that's that's a really cool um, thing that you've done. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's, I experience depression. Yeah.
1: It's been it's been really nice, um, especially with having a significant other that I can really talk to, and he may not understand it to the full effect but he's still there and still listening and so he'll kind of help me come up with ways that i can overcome what i'm feeling at that moment and me being the hard-headed person that i am i may not always listen uh-huh. but then i'll come back and I'll be like you know what you were right so i appreciate that you were there to help and so it's just been great
0: and I have a sounding board a yeah. support system Mm -hmm. you know someone to bounce ideas off of someone who's gonna listen non-judgmentally
1: yeah
0: it's wildly important yeah so how was i had a thought what was it where'd it go i don't know just left me
1: go back to your thinking
0: spot let me see if i can (laughs) write it out (laughs) uh no no great amazing I really had something Oh, there it is. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got, it. It. got it, I was gonna say, you know, it sounds like, because um, <clears throat> a lot of things, when we're feeling some type of way, mm-hmm. maybe it's bad, maybe it's depressed, maybe it's sad, maybe it's, we're grieving, whatever, right? We yeah. feel like, or our brain or mind tricks us into thinking that we're gonna feel like this forever. Yes forever like this feeling will never ever go away exactly and our brain makes us think that and our mind does and it feels real it feels true Mm -hmm. that's why one it's important to write it down and put a date on it because then three days from now if you don't feel that way you can look back and be like oh it won't last you know whatever right it wasn't that way forever i got out of it i overcame it i did that right pat yourself on the back celebrate that but also in that moment when we're feeling like this thing might last forever which alludes to what you were saying and doing Mm -hmm. is that Feelings follow behavior not the other way around if I do a behavior something I might feel good, but uh, If I can force myself to do something in the moment When I know I don't want to but it will make me eventually feel good right is the best thing to do and the hardest right because your depression is saying uh, I want to be alone, but I need people right. I want to be alone But I need people Mm -hmm. I don't feel like getting out of bed, but I need to move my body. Yeah, right okay. and so it's like this huge tug of war you're playing with yourself uh-huh. and so you just have to kind of i know it sounds very hard and it is oh, especially yeah. when you're feeling like so hard. absolute <laughs> shit. yeah but if you can find one thing to just force yourself to do and then it it may eventually start to ripple into you feeling a little bit better and then there's a domino effect, boom, 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 boom. So feelings do follow behaviors. Is that Mm -hmm. something that you believe to be true or what have you done with
1: that? I do. And then also like my body has now, I guess gotten to the point where it yells at me when it knows that I need to do something. Mm. Like if I feel like today's not the day that I'm gonna get out of bed, today is literally the day that I'm just gonna sit here in my depressed moment and just chill, my body will be like, no, I don't think so, man. You're gonna get up, it gives me a headache. It, My body starts aching and it's mm. like, you need to start moving. Mm. And I do, and then I'm like, oh, what well, was I gonna lay in bed all day? Like, waste my day for what? To be, like, sit there mm. and get more into my head? Because mm. my head is a very dangerous place for me, as it is for probably most people. A lot of people. My head, and it goes back to, Last year, there was a point where I was back to square one, like the darkest that I have ever been. I never acted on it this time, but it got to the point where I was like, I need to do something with my life. Like I need to get up. I need to, you know, start working out again. I didn't go to the gym for a while because I was just in my little bubble up there.
0: Yeah yeah and fitness in the gym has become like a really important part of your life obviously it has you know the last time you we were on this podcast we were talking about you preparing for your first bodybuilding show
1: that was two years ago
0: which you crushed i did how many have you done now only two you've done two
1: hmm.
0: what are we what's uh you know what what's fitness like for you now what's working out like for you now what does that what is that how is it intertwined in your life
1: so I do still work out Um, it hasn't been as consistent as I would like it to be just because I've had so much stress that I just want to you know get to my home and I'll like start cleaning my room or something Um, but this year I'm taking off so we are just looking to grow more muscle um, get my nutrition back because once when I hit off season I tend to go into a eating frenzy of everything looks good so I'm going to eat everything right um so I got back in control of that um and then I will compete probably next spring hopefully
0: next spring yep. like March April
1: roughly around April is when they first start
0: alright yeah
1: but it's gonna be hard because I have to prep during Thanksgiving and Christmas I really love Thanksgiving food
0: the the bodybuilding sport is so interesting to me and like for one like I love fitness Mm -hmm. love working out talk about it a lot on this podcast yeah (laughs) okay I probably work out three times a day
1: yeah
0: um yeah so it's like but I've never wanted to get on stage Mm -hmm. you know I did wrestling for a while yeah that's weird to say like Everyone knows that <laughs> yeah. I did
1: wrestling,
0: but, uh, and so I, like, exercise, moving your body, honoring your body, whatever you feel like doing that's best for you, mm-hmm. do it. As, as many days in a row as you possibly can, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, for you, fitness had a huge impact on your life.
1: It did.
0: But going into the bodybuilding space is also very mentally and emotionally challenging.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Right? Because to a degree, just like anything that you're trying to do that's elite uh, or really hard, which mm-hmm. is what bodybuilding is, you have to become obsessive mm-hmm. and very restrictive on your life. hmm With your workouts, what you eat, what you do, everything. And so, that's why... Um, dieting and those types of eating patterns for bodybuilders can become very dangerous if you don't already have a handle on it yeah if you already have some sort of uh you know thing about eating then doing that to the extreme could be dangerous in a way uh-huh. and so i think that needs to be talked about a little more when people are getting into the bodybuilding industry yeah because you have to do these things to look this way there's no other way around it right. you have to like it's the only way your body is going to look that shredded on stage doing that but you have to restrict your eating window mm-hmm. and the way you eat and how you eat and when you wake up and how you work out and what you who you talk to what drains your energy all of these things oh, yeah. play a part and then when the show is over and you've gotten on stage and you're done what do we do now because we put on such a restrictive eating habit right that we just tend to open up the floodgates again
1: mm-hmm. yeah so when you get closer I mean even when you're in early stages of prep you have to plan your day and your meals so they go together. Because if you're waking up at like 4 in the morning and you had your first meal, well, you're done eating probably around, I don't know, 4 in the afternoon. Yeah. Then what? You're right. hungry.
0: A like, lot. Very hungry. You're
1: going to, like, you are starving at that point. Um, so it that part... Is always challenging, especially when everyone says that you can still live your life in bodybuilding, like when you're in prep for a show, and it's true, you can, but there are times where you're gonna miss events. Yeah, you're not gonna want you're, you're not gonna feel like going out one night with your friends because you're so tired, you've already eaten your last meal. Um, for my birthday, that one, my first show, we went out um, to the seventh, mm-hmm. I sat there and ate pickles. Yep, I woke up the next morning so swollen from all the sodium, but I had already eaten my last meal before we went out. Right. I was so hungry and hurt so bad the next morning; <laughs> it was rough. So it does it it does play a big part in the the um, diet part of it. It's definitely you have to have a lot of confidence in your coach. Mm. You definitely have to have a lot of research in your coach if they know what they're doing because you can mess up your metabolism really bad. A lot of trust. You can mess up a lot of your organs really bad just from, you know, a lot of competitors go after their, go after their show and will just let loose. They now have a really bad eating disorder because they want to eat everything in sight. Right. And it comes down to, you know, after they gradually Increase your foods they gradually increase your carbs um, but if you're already started at like 1700 calories and now you're already shooting up to 2500 calories just because you're eating all this bad stuff mm. it hurts bad <laughs> yeah I've done that the first show
0: <laughs> It's really tough it is and to relate it to like uh, an everyday person mm-hmm. who wants to just live and be the most healthy they can possibly be, That's why I like to avoid using the word diet or getting on a diet Mm -hmm. because it means it's not a lifestyle change or a behavior change, right? If I'm attempting to alter the things that I eat, I can't all of a sudden go from eating pizza, donuts, fast food, Mm -hmm. all this crap to now I'm only eating salads. uh, If you eat meat, eat meat, vegetables, grain, all this good food. That's That's a huge turn and then in a week, You're going to be like, I'm bored. This food sucks. Mm -hmm. It doesn't taste good. And then you're going to revert back to the things that you were doing. Yeah. It's about making one small change, like every two to three weeks Mm -hmm. that you know you're going to stick to. Okay. So now I'm just going to make this decision. I'm going to eat less refined sugar. Yeah. Cool. Now that's become a thing. Now, every time I go out, I don't get dessert. Every time I go to the movies, I don't get a candy bar. Every time I go to the airport, I don't get a candy bar. I get Mm -hmm. something else instead. Ooh, that's become a habit. Okay. next whatever it is right it's one small thing that you're tackling at a time so it's on a diet you're just making lifestyle behavior changes Mm -hmm. towards the way that you want to live yeah um but we see with bodybuilding a lot of olympians high level athletes like everything is to the degree the 100th degree it's like exaggerated all-in obsessive behavior because that's what you have to kind of do to reach that level of anything yeah and then there's this huge dopamine crash when the thing is over and the athlete feels like shit, basically, yeah, like- you know, because they climbed this mountain, they got to the peak and then their the drop off was very hard. Mm-hmm. And so that's why there is a lot of mental health conditions, depression, things like that in sort of these high level competitors. Yeah, We're working on that now, trying to build this optimal level of athlete while also maintaining their high level of mental right. wellness. But that's what I think about uh, when you were doing bodybuilding and, and eating the way you're eating and thinking about your previous history with mental health and things of that nature yeah and eating disorders and stuff like that and it's it's really quite hard but it also yes. was really beneficial for you at the same time because yeah. it gave you something to work towards and strive towards and be mm-hmm. and so it's hard to say whether it was you know what i mean you know what i'm trying to say like yeah. it's hard to say if it was really good or really bad i think there was both aspects to it for you it
1: definitely was um you know i i think i talked about it on the First episode. But I, Two years ago?
0: <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, but I started bodybuilding because I needed to have a stronger goal to help me become healthier in my life. Yeah. So, why I ever thought, you know, I'm going to get up on a stage and a very, very small bikini and that's going to get me to my healthiest goal possible. It was crazy, but I did it. And now... Twice. It, twice, yeah. Now I got confidence going into the gym. Uh-huh. You're talking to someone who was terrified yeah. to even step into the threshold
0: right. of the gym. That's why we started Planet Fitness, the absolute best gym.
1: Yeah. Absolute
0: best gym to start your fitness journey at. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Literally, no judgment zones.
0: They don't They don't sponsor this podcast, okay, but I'm telling you that <laughs> Planet Fitness rocks.
1: Um, confidence just in myself. Um... You know, it, but you know, you did have the downfalls. You have now very bad case of body dysmorphia, mm. especially getting closer to show. Um, you have certain things where you're like... Foods are not much of my issue anymore, like at first it was. I did become the person of like, I can't have pizza, I can't have a burger. Um, my first coach, I wouldn't even put sauce on my food because I was so terrified it wasn't on my plan.
0: Uh, I'm
1: not going to add sauce.
0: Uh. Well, now you I got that
1: you can't add sauce now you
0: got that sweet yum yum sauce though.
1: oh yes that stuff so
0: good yeah Can delicious order more.
1: um so oh yeah my beautiful scarf Ta-da. <laughs> um so it did come down to that to where the hard part was you know you get so far into your head of i don't look like i'm stage ready i don't mm-hmm. i can't do this this is i'm so tired i'm so hungry I have an hour on cardio. I don't want to sit on the Stairmaster for an hour. I mean, I could sit on the Stairmaster for an hour. Yeah, we could. But I could not. I didn't want to walk the Stairmaster. That's so
0: long. It is
1: so long. But TikTok helps. I'm not even gonna lie. TikTok is the key to getting through it. Or if you have a good show that you're mm-hmm, wanting to mm-hmm. watch. I saw... What?
0: A good show. Yeah,
1: I saw this thing that was like, um, only save that show for your cardio for the
0: stairmaster yeah i've never done the stairmaster longer than 15 minutes so i just that's not my it's not my space
1: so it's
0: like i'd rather ride my bike for an hour or get on the elliptical or whatever see
1: i can't do the elliptical i can't do the elliptical for longer than a minute
0: you don't like the elliptical no
1: there's oh, something so we're like the opposite
0: that, yeah i'm not a stairmaster guy i, I can uh,
1: do the sta- my favorite's the incline treadmill just walking yes that's at a, a very fast pace it's amazing right? for you yeah
0: it's really amazing Stairmaster,
1: we don't have a great, we have a love-hate relationship.
0: You just get it done when you need to. Yeah. yeah. If
1: I have to do it,
0: you get it done when you need to. I'll be on it.
1: I may be sweating profusely and It's good for you. borderline about to cry, but it's fine. It mixes in with the sweat, so you can't tell. <laughs> One question down.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I knew that it was just going to open up some good conversation. Mm-hmm. I just wrote some other stuff down just in case.
1: But how do you think?
0: <clears throat> but know you happy. didn't finish your uh, your statement about the stairmaster, or fun. did you? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: love hate relationship. Uh,
0: you have a question for me? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Let's let's switch this up a little
0: bit. Great, I love answering questions. <laughs> Shoot, fire away.
1: How do you think I've changed over the last? You've known me for four years now.
0: Yeah. So I'm,
1: from from the girl that you met four years ago to the one that's sitting right here
0: I, well I've seen a lot of a lot of different iterations of you yeah I think what's what's coming up now is the um, the authentic version of yourself <laughs> <clears throat> um, you've gone through a lot um there there were times when you were spending a lot of time at this house mm-hmm um where I was very worried about you mm-hmm. but was happy that you were here <laughs> uh, a safe place right um there um were times in your previous relationship with Chandler mm-hmm. that I saw you very happy mm-hmm. um I think you guys overall if you look at the whole idea of your relationship was a pretty good one mm-hmm. you know which is good right you went from really bad relationships yeah quite horrible uh, you got through them, though, to one that is like, oh, this could potentially be what someone might treat me like or yeah. what I want to be treated or how I want to treat someone. Didn't work out. Fine. Mm-hmm. It's what happens in life yeah. and things don't always work out. <laughs> but, but I think it was a nice example yeah. of what you might want or how you want to be treated or how you can also treat someone else. Because mm-hmm. being in a relationship is hard. Yeah. It's hard. You have to communicate. You have to tell people how you're feeling. You have to ask for the things you want. You have to be willing to be wrong um you have to compromise
1: all sounds so hard
0: right you yeah. have to uh be open about things you like sexually which can be also hard if you've yeah. gone through a lot of different things like I, I can't tell them what i want this is just no you know that's very hard right uh that's challenging for me to speak about because it, f- it feels like a little awkward um uh, and all of these things come up yeah right and you when you find someone, you finally want to do that. Or you're more willing to do that. Not you're just like, here's everything. Right. <laughs> right. But you're more willing to be like, you know, that's what I found. I've talked about a lot on this podcast with my girlfriend, Rihanna. She's great. She is. Beautiful. The best thing about my life. The thing that my life is like, I know this is about you. but <laughs> no,
1: no, you're great. Uh, I asked the question. <laughs>
0: uh, like, I've been really lucky. I turned 30 soon. This episode comes out on June 7th. Episode 100 comes out on June 14th. I turned 30 on June 15th. Weird nice? how that works out. And for 30 years, I, you know, I'm a, I'm pretty, not pretty, I'm a very lucky guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I, I I don't know how I got so lucky or with the parents I have and the life. My sister, right, even though she's not around, like, still very lucky to have had her, um... And so my life, the point of that is that my life has been pretty great and I try to recognize that. But it was always missing something and then re-came into my life and it feels like, oh, this is something that can complete my life. Not complete me because I was already whole. Right. Right. But an addition to an already amazing thing. Yeah. And so it feels great. And so back to you. I'm
1: not gonna cry or anything, that was so cute. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I actually told her that yesterday.
1: Really? So that's um.
0: why it was on my mind. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's, I'm glad it came up. And so for you, it's, you know, we've talked a lot about stuff. We, recently, the last time conversation we had was about you trying to change jobs. Uh-huh. Um, and so now you have a new job.
1: I do.
0: That's a big step.
1: Cool.
0: You're back in the gym consistently. Yep. You're in a new relationship. Mm-hmm. You seem to have some sort of glow in your eye. Right? the yeah.
1: highlighter that i put in the corner but you can tell right you,
0: you yeah. can tell like I, i've seen you like in a spot where i didn't know if i was gonna see you again that's yeah. very scary yeah especially with a close friend especially with the work that i do yeah like but i can't watch over people 24 7. no you know but i I've, I've seen you overcome the darkest of dark stuff and uh now we're here Hmm. Mm-hmm and not to say it's sunshine and rainbows all the time because it never will be that's just impossible you need
1: a little rain here you know
0: rain is good you can't you can't paint a beautiful picture without dark colors
1: right
0: and so i see you as as finally coming into the person that you you want to be and i think it was clearly stated before i hit record was that you're just like i'm just going to share like i'm it's fine now yeah you know i don't have to seem to be perfect or have it all figured out or have this and that, I'm just this person, yeah. and I've done this stuff, and this is how I share myself and this is me and so I think that's a cool transition because we this is actually our third recording of this pod yes, the first one um is not available no. to watch view or listen, but that was kind let of, me was a bit of an awkward episode
1: uh, yeah you I know? don't remember too much of it, but that's okay because I um do tend to suppress things of certain areas that no longer serve me any purpose. Sure, so. sure. So... Uh, but yes.
0: <laughs> I think the episode we recorded here, episode 13, was good. hmm Um... But this one now seems to be flowing in a, in a manner like when we're having coffee.
1: Yeah. I'm not nervous.
0: So, <laughs> I think that's a, a real indication of who you are potentially becoming. You know, the best version of you, whatever that looks like for you.
1: Yeah. I'm excited.
0: So. Was that a good answer?
1: That was a good answer. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of, you uh, you recently attended the first You Are Love fundraiser. I did. As you're wearing this beautiful shirt. I am. Available at youarelovelife.com, along with all of our other merchandise, and a tab to donate. Thanks. But well, you came to the first event. I did. Which was on March 10th, 2022, so we're... We're quite a quite a ways past it
1: mm-hmm.
0: just want to ask you initially because you you've you kind of seen me go through all of these stages with you are loved where it began where it is now all this in between um we had some you are love stuff at your first bodybuilding show mm-hmm. which was awesome you're on the website
1: i still have i still wear the robe to every show
0: so that's pretty cool yeah you came to the first event what'd you think
1: i loved it huh. i think that it you know, I'm very happy that this is where it's going and it's taking its next step. I can't wait for the next of it. Um, but just to have everybody there and there to support you, there's there to support um, your performers that were there. It was a truly really good experience. Like there was no bad vibes there. It was all just us being us. Yeah. And us being able to hang out and have this you know this thing in, in common i guess so i really enjoyed it
0: mm. and i'm excited for the next one what sparked this question is that during the event you sent me a text
1: oh uh, yeah you
0: sent me a text <laughs> that says you want to be more involved yes with you are loved
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i um i wish i could tell you how right uh because Besides doing what you already do, right? Talking about it, being about it, wearing the merchandise, coming on this podcast, sharing your story, you know, living your life in an authentic manner, saying that you have these mental health conditions, but are still thriving, Mm -hmm. you know, in spite of it all, right? Yeah. Um, but what did you, yeah, what did you, what did you have in mind? If anything, what did you mean by that? Like, did it inspire you at the event? It
1: did. Um, I just, I think just everybody that came together for the event, you know, helped put it on. Um it was just a, a really good like team feeling. Mm. And I want, you know, to kind of help bring in the next one, you know, find people that you may need. Um or if the next one's like sharing stories. Yeah. Then I will get up there and awkwardly share mine, I
0: guess. <laughs> well beautiful. Then that's how you can be involved. Yeah. So so I'm breaking news.
1: Here. Oh.
0: I am trying to, I, I can't say with full confidence yet, to have an event in September. Okay. Because September is um, Suicide Prevention Month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And September uh, is, September 3rd will be the 40 year anniversary uh, of my sister's passing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very, it's, it's, well, what's the word? Not interesting. I was just gonna say funny, but we always say funny and that's not what I mean whatsoever. Yeah. Interesting. It's interesting and complicated, right? Mm -hmm. For both months, my sister's birthday is May 1st and May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Right. She passed away in September and September is Suicide Prevention Month.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, it's it's wild how that... Like, that's a thing. So, in in both months where it's, like, really hard for me to be... um, It's just really hard because I think about her... I mean, I think about her literally every night before I go to bed. um, But those two months are, like, a lot. And then I'm also doing a lot of work on top of it because those months are usually busy for me. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. There was no point to that. I just wanted to share it. Yeah. And so September is when I aim to run another event. Okay. I want to do one outside. Oh, yes. Like, at a park. Because I think Dallas in September is very nice.
1: Yeah.
0: The weather is comfortable to be outside. It's not too hot. No. Um, We can have a food truck. And I want to do... I wanted to have a different feel than the last one uh i want to do more storytelling okay um uh, tickets obviously to get into the event or if we find a space to just have an open area where i just like bring a uh, speaker invite all my friends and we're just out in the park and mm-hmm. people just come and as they're passing by they come through and there's a donation table Ooh, that um and would have like my one of my friends. Cooks and he would just be out there serving food yeah. and you could leave tips for him and just kind of make it an open event um so I'm, I'm kind of deciding between between those two ideas but i want the bulk of of the the event to be there'll be a couple performances i want aaron to perform again yeah because she's an incredible and she yeah. she like brings a i don't know this sense of um what's just a sense of authenticity, a sense of realness, yeah. sense of love.
1: That's been her since high school. And
0: she just like... Um, Middle school. And I love Dante. The two comedians were amazing, um, but I think her vibe fits that. Yeah. she would perform a longer set. Mm-hmm. And then in the midst of all of that would be a lot of storytelling. I like
1: that. Because it is
0: suicide prevention month. And so it yeah. would tell people overcoming their story, overcoming their, their challenges and their pain, how they continue to fight and to live and to thrive. Um, Very similar to what the the You Are Loved, you know, mental health stories are on YouTube. But like in person, in real life, with like random people walking by.
1: Like you actually get to see them. And you
0: see them and you see their their eyes, you know, and you see their heart and it's in full display. And I mean, it's very hard to do that in front of people, yeah. um, as we saw with like Red Chambers at my event. But I think if someone's up there with them, um, potentially um, setting the example, like I'll share, obviously, I always Mm -hmm. share. Um, and then a couple other people kind of follow suit and then we have some performances maybe have a q a mm-hmm. discussion about mental health what some tools some resources you can do if you're feeling this way where can you go yeah uh, and then more stories so that's my idea for the event in well, I september got
1: a, i got a food truck for you if you need one do you yeah you know people and I, I know some people
0: really I do. yeah okay I so know. now we just need a space do
1: i have really good food yep no i don't know if the well depending on really where everybody's located and if they want to travel you could potentially do it where the food truck is but i do think the food truck can come to you as well you hungry a little bit yeah i don't know what's going on
0: because i would we just ran a me and milan you know milan Mm -hmm. she was at the event too she's amazing we just did an event together at ut arlington where she works
1: okay
0: and there's an outside they have a beautiful outside space there with a stage Mm mm-hmm Um, but the only problem that I see is that the reason why I don't think as many people came to Denton is because it's far away. Mm -hmm. And most of our people are in like the Dallas Plano area.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and so putting another event in Arlington is just as far away. So, and, but in September, students will be in session. So we might get some walkthroughs. So I'm kind of debating on that. But I want to do it like the tail end of September to kind of wrap up um, Suicide Prevention Month because I'm doing some events with, with Dallas Hope Charities at the beginning of the month. Okay. And then there'll be a lot of stuff on social media and all this stuff uh, throughout the month and then to kind of wrap it up for the DFW area.
1: That's good.
0: Yeah, so... I'm excited. So yeah, if you... Any, anything that you find... I don't know if we're allowed to just go in a park. I think you need a permit for that. I'm not worried about selling alcohol because I don't think that's important at all. Just need to be able to sell food yeah. and put a stage.
1: Okay, I'll keep my eyes and ears open.
0: So any any people who listen or watch this live in the DFW area, first of all, want to volunteer to help would be amazing, or have any ideas on locations that would be awesome as well.
1: Let us know.
0: That's basically what you just saw me do for the last five minutes was workshop the event because I hadn't really thought about it too much. <laughs> Uh, And so I wanted to think through it, and I like doing that on this podcast, like basically talking it out.
1: Sometimes you just need it.
0: I do. I sit here by myself all the time, and I look in the camera, and I just work through stuff.
1: So you get an expert opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I do get that. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. Yeah, I do get an expert opinion, but I just like to talk through it. And like sometimes I'll look back at these episodes and be like, "Mm, I don't think that's what I... mm, That's not it. That's not what I want, or that's not what I meant to say, or that's not what I believe to be true now but I like it because then it's like it's out there and I said it and when I said it I meant it Mm -hmm. you know it's cool because it's like a thought exercise
1: it's good to see you then yeah now know who you are now right like after this I'm gonna go watch episode 13 just watch watch us yeah because I I, yeah I don't know even remember that person like I do but I don't all at the same time
0: yeah it makes sense
1: so it's exciting. I'll even see like old pictures of me and I'm like,
0: who's that? Are you um, Are you back on social media now? I am. Why'd you take a break?
1: Um, I only took a break from Instagram cause that seems to be the sole social media platform that I have an issue with um, mentally. Uh, but it got to the point where I think I was like a couple months out of prep and just started comparing myself mm. um this go around in prep i did have um some issues with my food like i wouldn't eat because i was too scared that i was going to turn into who i was last off season and but i can't really compare myself to last off season because i a week after my show i had surgery on my ankle laid in bed for two weeks because i couldn't get out right um
0: yeah, a long and- overdue surgery.
1: Yeah, a whole year. <laughs> yeah,
0: a long overdue surgery. Um, and now I have this beautiful so, scar. Yeah,
1: now I got this scar because and your hey dudes. Inhale. Yeah, I need to actually wash them, but hateds are the way to go, and Crocs. Um, but lost my train of thought. But yeah. Oh yeah, I'm on social media.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm on, I'm on Instagram again. I've um.
0: That's your main use platform. I mean, you don't really use Facebook or Twitter that much.
1: Mm-mm. No, I don't use Twitter at all. You've really. always been about Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Um, Facebook is, you know, for my family. I'll post, you know, life updates here and there. Um, but Instagram's, yeah, where it's, but that's, I feel like that's everybody's main source of, um, like their social media, you know, growing their business and stuff like that is Instagram. Like,
0: that's- I'm a big Twitter guy. Are you? Well, because you know I like to say... I like to talk words. Yeah. And I like to type them out. And sometimes I don't want to record a video. Mm-hmm. But I do record a lot of videos. If I if I have... Here... Mm, and I'll get back to what I was going to say <laughs> in a second. Because it's uh, it, it might be important. But I wanted to ask you, because this is about you. Uh, so that's why you took a break from Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then why did you get back on? And how is your relationship with it now?
1: Um, so it took me... Three ish months to get back on. Every time I thought I was ready, a sense of panic would like be inside of me, and I'm like, okay, that's my sign that I can't. Um, when I, what did I do? I think I did something one day, and I was like, okay, I can do it. I can get back on. I didn't have the sense of anxiety anymore. Um, And as soon as I got back on, I wasn't even on like how I usually would be. Mm. Like before I got off, it got to the point where I would open Instagram, compare myself to all these bodybuilders that have been doing it for years, close out Instagram, immediately get right back on it. Like it wasn't even, the app wasn't even closed out for a second. And I was Mm. right back on it. And now I'm just like, I'll open Instagram click through, through a few stories, get off, enjoy the rest of my day. Beautiful. It's been great.
0: How did you create that change? Because that's, that's pretty substantial.
1: Um, so I think that since I didn't delete all of my other social media platforms, I was able to kind of um, learn how to know when I need to get off mm-hmm. instead of sitting there scrolling through TikTok, sitting there scrolling through Facebook. Um, I gave myself a limit, and then I was done. And then I, you know, on well, I guess you don't know because you're not an iPhone user. (sighs) But whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But on iPhones, they give you, like, your screen time has been down or your screen time is up. My goal every time I would get that is to have a screen time that went down Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and to not be on my phone. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And live in the moment. That's cheesy, but I like it.
0: Uh, it's not cheesy, <laughs> and it's perfect, and it's right uh, on Android. You have a, uh, you can basically set timers for your apps.
1: Oh, that's nifty. So I
0: have timers for all of my social media apps, and when it's done, it's done. Uh, and Probably I said, yeah, I set a screen time uh, for my screen as well. Um, I don't count if it's like if I'm watching a podcast
1: uh-huh.
0: or if I have Google Maps open when I'm driving. doesn't count as screen time. And, cool. it, and it, it takes that into account on my phone. And so it's like actual screen time.
1: Are you just trying to make Android sound cooler than iPhones?
0: No, that's just what the feature <laughs> is. But yes, I am. <laughs> uh, and so some days I fail. Some yeah. days I'm like, you know, my, I, it's nine o'clock in the morning and I've already gone through my Instagram. Yeah. Because I was trying to find some inspiration for a newsletter. I was trying to find something. And it's like, oh, it's 9 a.m. I literally can't look at Instagram anymore. I haven't posted yet. I Mm -hmm. need to post. I don't need. That's the wrong word. I want to post this content. Right. So then I'll get on. I'll post it. I'll shut it back down. Yeah. That's normally what I'm trying to do is post and ghost. Yeah. And then have a distinct set of time where I go to social media to reply to comments, DMs, people, to engage with people that care about my content and follow it. Um, Because I think that's important. Yeah. Because those are... real people saying Mm -hmm. that they appreciated it and I appreciate them for appreciating it. Right. (laughs) So.
1: Yeah, I think um, last night was probably the longest I've stayed on Facebook. Uh, I got trapped into... Every social media platform, I think other than Snapchat, has TikToks Uh or Reels
0: or whatever. They're all just short videos now.
1: Yeah, so I got stuck on facebook because every single one was the johnny depp and amber heard trial and Uh i was just trying to get all the information possible and i was like this is getting really interesting oh it's two o'clock in the morning Mm. i should probably go to bed
0: yeah you got a podcast in the morning yeah so yeah I yeah every every platform that's what that's basically what people um are looking for now Mm -hmm. tiktok changed the game but you can post almost up to 90 seconds of video now. Yeah. With the reels in the long form. So it's kind of a pretty long format. Sounds very long.
1: Unless it's like something super... I mean,
0: it started off at under 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. And now they've built yeah, the I feature. And on TikTok, you can post videos that are 10 minutes long. That's so long. But the, I think... I think that, I've
1: come across a couple of those and I'm like... Alright, we're not to the point yet. And then I'll scroll.
0: Right, because people want the 15 or second less... Like, I still think that six seconds or less do the best. Yeah. But I have a lot to say. Yeah. I do.
1: But see, you and say And I want to say it. Some people do say it in a very interesting, like, their first words are the attention grabber. Right. You know, kind of what they teach you in English uh, and when you write your papers. Uh-huh. is Because you have to have that attention grabber. But then some of the videos that I come across, I'm like, I don't even know what the, like, what are they even talking about? Because their first thing wasn't even goes along with the rest of the story. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that was... scroll.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, mostly what I, what I post is clips for my podcast. Mm -hmm. Cause like how I've done my content now is like everything that I want to say, I'm recording on a podcast. I'm not posting videos out of reaction. Um, I'm not posting videos in anything if I have a tweet great I like to write it out and post it but most yeah. of my tweets are already in my drafts and I Wait, just put them out when I want to
1: you're ready you're yeah. like that's a good time because I,
0: go. I don't like to do social media reactionary yeah because a lot of things happen um, a lot of bad things a lot of hard things a lot of things that I potentially could comment on but I don't want to do it in a state where I'm like highly aroused I want to do it in like this like calm demeanor right. where I can think about all sides try to understand everything that's happening if i can to the best of my ability and then formulate thoughts that are like competent and coherent and so i'll write if i'll write that on twitter but mostly i'll come on the pod right do a full episode talk about certain different subjects and then clip them out and post them a different that's how i'm doing my stuff now because it gives me the ability to post a lot of different things sometimes i'll just like have a thought like mm-hmm. a random thought like oh here's like three things that someone should do today and I'll just like sit down on my table and I'll record it and I'll put it up yeah. and that's free now because normally I wouldn't be able to do that when I was like pretending to be a movie star right. like, everything has to be like this like oh dude you can't do this your hair looks weird like <laughs> there's like a thing in the background that like a movie star wouldn't have in his background right like, no this is my house this is where i live hey what's up uh you should probably do this today like i love it's like very freeing it is. and so that idea with social media now for me is like awesome like yeah. i don't have to have filters or whatever like this is it yeah. i just want to say these words and so that's why my relationship with social media is quite good that's good and i don't get into arguments uh
1: yeah i don't do ever
0: that. not one time
1: no
0: maybe and throughout the history of my social media I have, but not anymore. If someone wants to have a conversation, great. Dude, here's my phone number. Literally, I'll post it on it, or here's my DM. Like, yeah, just no, let's talk.
1: I, I try to refrain from the confrontation side of things or any argument like that anybody could have. I'm like, all right, you have your opinion, I have mine. We can still live in the same world. Exactly. I mean, we actually have to live.
0: We are living in the same world. We live in the same planet. Yes.
1: And a lot of the stuff, I'm just like, it's seeing it from other people's perspective. Right, right. Which you know, is everyday life, friendships, relationships, people, strangers. You just got to see it from their eyes, and if you can't, you still have your opinion, and they still have theirs.
0: Right. You seek to understand. Mm -hmm. You remove the notion of trying to be critical or judgmental. Mm -hmm. You seek to understand you try to know that they're just a, a person doing the best they can and like every single person on this planet they have something going on in their life that no one knows about and so if we can lead with kindness and understanding social media would be a better place and so would uh i mean so would the world really so yeah that's what i believe but anyways you have anything else to say on that subject
1: no I saw you
0: scribbled and you wrote another note. Well, I just, I, because when I write the description of what we talked about, I don't want to forget. So I wrote just IG. Oh, okay. Uh, So I know that when I, when I put it in the show notes, I can be like, oh, we talked about Instagram. And so if I do a clip or whatever, I know that this was, that I can clip this because I like that part of the conversation to post on Instagram. Fancy. Because I have like some notes, right? It's so funny because I know that I've said this in multiple podcasts, but I (laughs) I think it's very hilarious. (laughs) Uh, I know that I'm gonna ask the question, how are you? Yeah. I know that's my first question.
1: Right.
0: Every single time. Every single time. Even though it's by myself, I ask myself that question. (laughs) And I still write it down. Yeah. And I'm like, that's good.
1: that's a good question. That's a good question. Every time I write it, I'm
0: like, (laughs) yeah, we're crushing it. That's it. And because I know in my mind, because all of my guests are amazing. Yeah. Uh... That, that's gonna lead to some other stuff. And then I have just a few other things written down. Like I wrote You Are Loved event, just to make sure I got there. And then I wrote fitness, mental health, we talked about that. Uh-huh. Uh, injury, we didn't talk about that yet.
1: Yeah. Which one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which one?
0: So, um, <laughs> the last time I talked to you, you said you like, well, I saw some pictures. someone I don't get on Facebook a lot. You yeah. post a lot on Facebook. Yeah. So what happened? You, you, you had a motorcycle accident? <laughs> What's going on here?
1: Okay, so um, I had a dirt bike accident. Dirt bike? Yeah. So it's funny now. I mean, at the time it was funny. I laid there laughing. But I decided to try to go up this hill. And to me, it looked like a mountain. To other people, you know, and me when I'm standing on the side. It's just like a little hill. Probably as tall as this. Okay. Um, but I wasn't giving it enough throttle going up it. Mm. And when I did give throttle, my arms went back and on the dirt bike, your, uh, wrist is like the throttle. Right. So when you go back, your wrist, my wrist went back and whiskey throttled it. So I got up the hill, which was my goal. Uh uh-huh. Um, I went off the path between two trees, and the bike went this way and hung upside down in a tree. And I landed between the two trees.
0: Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Wow, are you okay? (laughs) No!
1: (laughs) That's
0: like a lot.
1: No, so I laid there, and everybody came. I was with um, my boyfriend and his friend his brother and um one of their girlfriends and so i'm laying there and they all come over and they're like are you okay and i was like yeah i'm good and i'm laughing at this point because i knew that like this
0: was- in shock you're laughing i think so yeah
1: but i also knew that this was going to happen mm-hmm. and so i'm like sitting there laughing they're like all right well let's get you up and i was like just give me a minute and i mean you can even ask katie this is the exact same thing that i told her when i hurt my ankle. Katie. Yeah, I sat in the hole when I hurt my ankle and I was like, I just need a moment. Just let me breathe it through and then I'll get up. So I'm still laughing and they're helping me up. Well, as soon as I got up, I am now crying Mm. because I now feel the pain in my shoulder Uh. and I was like, I don't know if it's out. I don't know what happened. I couldn't breathe. Like all of this had basically been shoved Because when I, I remember when I got thrown off, my body turned and I turned and landed straight on the shoulder. Mm. So everything got pushed and whatnot. So, uh, we ended up having to cut my brand new shirt off that I got just so I could, we could see if something was poking out. Everything was fine. Thank goodness. Um, but I couldn't walk like every bump hurt. When we got into the truck, I had to, like, lay down. It was so bad. Um, come to find out, I tore a couple of ligaments, cause, or tendons, because that's what I'm good at. Um, no broken bones. and But now I'm better.
0: <laughs> Whoa, man. Yeah. What was the recovery time like?
1: Um, I was in a sling for three or four. Four weeks, um, and that was the most annoying thing. Like, I'd rather walk around in a boot. Really? Yeah, because the sling didn't really help. Like, it helped, yes, keep my arm, like, non-mobile, but my issue was my shoulder. So this still moved in everything that I did. So I still felt it, uh. and every bump, every everything, it, it was still hurting, yeah. so um i couldn't raise my arm more than this i couldn't even like put my hands up couldn't like wash my hair or anything like it was bad but when i went to my orthopedic he said that shoulders are like the worst to heal Oh, uh, okay and i was like okay well can I, can we like transfer the pain to my ankle because i can <laughs> handle ankle pain i can walk around and rock a boot for like ever for years yeah literally <laughs> but the shoulder that was rough and um even my boyfriend he's popped his shoulder out numerous times um and he was like the last time that he did it he's like i had to go to physical therapy i was borderline surgery because it was so bad but i know the pain that you're feeling and you're gonna be okay you're just gonna be in a lot of pain for a while right but he was really great took care of me um did a lot for me in that time, and you know, kind of helped me in my healing. He's like, "You just have to move it," and would show me like things that his physical therapist would do. I'm like, okay, I got like a tear coming out. like that hurts, <laughs> but yeah. No, and okay. what do you feel
0: like now? You're you're fully ready to go.
1: Um, yes and no. So I can't sleep on the side still because every time I do, um, the ligaments start hurting and the tendons start hurting again yeah um just because everything's shoved up uh i have to do way lighter weight than before i'm actually only on on shoulder days i'm only doing band work
0: uh are you talking about when you go overhead to the side when you bench all of that all of it so what the only thing that probably feels normal is like rows. Mm-hmm. they feel fine
1: so yeah because when I originally did it, I could lift my arms up this and I could pull them back. Mm. I can't I couldn't go this way, I couldn't go up, um, I couldn't even put my arm backwards.
0: Wow. When when do you expect to have it fully healed?
1: I'm hoping soon. I've been so I go to uh, Doctor Rocket and he's been helping me at the hidden gym? At the hidden gym, yes. And he's been helping me with um getting blood flow because that's the only way that they'll heal mm. without um, surgery. Right. So just getting the blood flow to there and um, that's really all I can do and just like minimal movements.
0: Mm. Hidden gym. We still need to have a workout at the hidden gym. We do. You can put me through a workout.
1: I will.
0: Um, anything else? Anything else that's new that you want to update uh, the listeners and viewers of Jackson Talks everybody on? Um, potentially the world
1: potentially the world uh n- no no i think we kind of covered everything
0: okay then i have one final question for you okay it's a very important question oh boy but I, and i stole this question it's not an original question uh-huh. i stole this question from one of my favorite podcasters named tim Ferriss. okay his amazing podcast he's kind of the person who made podcasting popular
1: uh-huh
0: amazing okay okay And he asked this question to all of his guests at the end of the episodes, and I think it's a great question.
1: I'm scared now.
0: No, it's it's (laughs) nothing to be scared of. Think about a billboard, right? A billboard in a heavily populated area, Mm -hmm. and you had the chance to put anything you wanted on that billboard, and millions of people would see it every time they drove by or looked at it. What would you, Alex, put on that billboard? a great question.
1: It is a very good question because there's like several things.
0: What what um, first things pop into your mind?
1: That everything's gonna be okay.
0: Isn't that that's great?
1: <laughs> that even in your darkest times, everything will be okay. Yeah.
0: Beautiful.
1: You're gonna make it.
0: Everything is gonna be okay. Uh-huh. It will be. It will be. I believe that. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful way to wrap it up, to put a little bow on top of this conversation.
1: Good. <laughs> Good to see you. Good to see you, too.
0: Thanks for coming over.
1: Of course, always.
0: Now, the next time we hang out, I don't know if I can force you to come over by doing another podcast. We can surely record, but mm-hmm. you know, maybe we'll just hang out.
1: <laughs> yes. We still need to do, like, dinners, coffee. We have all the stuff planned. That we, we
0: need do. to go to the hidden gym. I, like, literally haven't gone. No, like we... Um, I've
1: gone, but I've never actually worked out there. Really? Yeah. There's a
0: guy that I do jujitsu with. His name is Diego. Okay. He's a trainer at Hidden Gym. Oh, really? Yeah. So every time I see him, I think about it.
1: Yeah. Um. And we can get Katie out there, too.
0: Yo, she's a beast, though. She
1: is. Yeah. She's got quads for days.
0: You guys are going to uh, just outdo me, so I'm ready for it.
1: Are we, though?
0: I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. If, uh, anyways, I just want to work out with you guys at yeah. the hidden gym. So let's get after, her, and then we can get some coffee afterwards. Okay. And then I kind of, I also want to, not kind of, I do want to have Katie on this podcast so she can talk about her whole journey.
1: Oh, you should. How uh, she
0: got into this incredible shape. She takes care of herself, full she stop. Makes me so now proud. she's amazing. I've always, I obviously, always liked her.
1: Yeah.
0: She's a really great person. Me too. Well, clearly, she's your best friend. <laughs> <clears throat> but great. So your billboard. Your billboard. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. It is. Beautiful. Well, thank you for listening. This is episode 99 of Jackson Talks, Everybody. Episode 100 comes out on June 14th. June 15th is my 30th birthday. So we're going to celebrate with the 100th episode of Jackson Talks, Everybody. Mm -hmm. This is an amazing episode with Alex. You can check out our previous episode, which is episode thirteen every uh episode of jackson talks everybody is available at jackson talks everybody.com or youtube apple spotify and if you go to any of those sites leave us a review comment subscribe all that good stuff share with a friend mm-hmm. thank you for coming back every week i can't believe we're almost at 100 episodes Imagine what we'll get to when we get to 200 or 1,000. It's going to be amazing. We're going to do this podcast. Yeah, I want
1: to do (laughs) 1,000. I
0: want to do something, yeah. If we get to 1,000, obviously this podcast is going to be booming. We're going to have every guest that's ever been on. and We're going to do this massive summit. Of Jackson Talks, everybody. Because uh, I want to do this podcast forever because it means a lot to me. And so do these conversations. So thank you. Wherever, whenever you're watching or listening to this, I wish you lots and lots of love, and take good care of yourselves, and I'll see you guys next time.